Hey, Camp Kids, welcome back to the Camp Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Bob, and I'm on a mission to bring together a community of camp people from all around the world. Whether you are currently in your camp experience or it's been a while since you've been at camp, when you're with us, you're at home. Today, I'm bringing you a topic about homesickness at camp. I know this is coming in a little bit late into our season here, but I'm more so doing this as a refresher for myself as I'm getting ready to go into a residential experience. When you're dealing with homesickness, make sure to know what your facility's policy is on homesickness. I know growing up, we didn't necessarily have a policy per se. We just had tips and tricks on how to deal with homesickness, but it always is good to have it in place of, you know, when is it you're going to call in your leadership team or when is it that you're finally going to call home for homesickness? Those are good things to always to have in place before you even get started. If there are certain procedures that your facility offers, do you have a code word that your camps use when a camper is showing signs or feeling homesick? That way you can discreetly talk about it before it spreads. Now, I've worked at facilities before that do use code words. The code word that I'm most familiar with is marshmallow. And you can kind of base your system off of how bad they're feeling homesickness based off of how well cooked the marshmallow is. <laughs> so for instance, if you have a flaming marshmallow, that might be someone who is crying uncontrollably, who is completely unconsolable, and you're going to need some additional assistance with this one. With that being said, I want to dive into some proactive things that you should be doing in your camp environment to help limit the homesickness, if not completely eradicate it whatsoever. It all starts with how you set up your environment and how you get to know the campers on the very first day of camp. Making sure that you are learning everybody's names as soon as you possibly can. You're trying to make strong connections with everybody. That means you're trying to find something that either you have in common or that you can bond over within the first few hours when they're at camp. I find it always very important to make sure that every single camper has laughed really, really well the first night that they're at camp and that they have also made a friend. Even if it's just a simple buddy that they were able to travel across camp with or someone that helped them find the bathroom or something along those lines. Also to make sure that they've eaten. That's also super duper important as well. Another proactive thing that I recommend all camps having in their units is a homesick kit. Now, obviously you would never call it this in front of campers, but that's what we would always call it back at our facilities. This homesick kit would include coloring sheets, stuffed animals, stories, maybe even some simple games like dice or a deck of cards, glow sticks, and even paper for journal entries and pencils, sometimes even envelopes for letters, that sort of deal. Now, sometimes this kit would be used just to kind of pass the time by, but honestly, this kit was mostly for if you ever had a homesick kid situation. Always making sure that that is in your unit, wherever you're staying or in your cabin, making sure that it's always stocked. You never wanna be in the moment where somebody is inconsolable and you don't have the resources that you need to be able to make this camper feel better. Another proactive thing that staff should be doing is making sure that somebody is kind of on duty for the morning and night routines, especially the night routines when it comes to homesick campers. Staff members should always have a routine when it comes to bedtime. Even with the older campers, a routine is always the best way to go. So maybe your routine is brushing your teeth, coming around and saying good nights, and then having somebody visible 
for their night duty for the next half hour or so before bed. Something that always worked super well with us because our resident camp facility had cabins. We had a pavilion that was in the center of the campsite, or if we didn't have a pavilion, we would have a fire ring. And it always really helped just to have an adult stay outside of all of the cabins for the first 20 minutes or so, maybe even 30 minutes after bedtime, just to kind of help calm some nerves in case anybody needed anything last minute. Also, if anybody was feeling a bit down, they would be able to peek out and see that there was a staff member there that was still watching out for them. So this always typically helped. I know that in some facilities, it's not possible to have an adult on night duty like that where they're visible. But if you're able to do that, absolutely let them know. Another thing that will help being proactive is letting them know something to look forward to the next day. Now I try and stay away from like, oh, well, tomorrow's our last day at camp and then you're going to get to go home. I try and stay away from that kind of talk, but talk about, oh, well, tomorrow you're going to get a chance to try out some kayaking or we're going to be doing a new craft or something along those lines to be able to get the kids excited for. So those are my ideas to be proactive in the situation. Here are some of my ideas to respond to a homesick camper reactively. I'm also going to go through some tried and true steps and skills that should be practiced dependent upon why this camper is homesick. So the first thing that you should absolutely do is remove the camper from the environment. If they are homesick and it's in the cabin and it's at night, absolutely remove them from that cabin, preferably in a place where they can't be heard by other campers. As many of us know, homesickness spreads very, very, very quickly. So if you can remove them immediately, that will stop or hopefully stop further homesickness spreading. Identify the root of their problem. Oftentimes, Homesickness or missing home is not the actual problem that's going on. Now I say that with a grain of salt. Sometimes family members do send campers to go away from bad things that are happening at home. I have had many situations before where a family member has been deployed and camp was to try and get this kid out of that environment, making new friends, and they were just having a hard time adjusting. That is one situation. Another one is that the home life is so bad that the kids finally have a place where they can feel free to talk about it or feel more comfortable talking to an adult at camp than they do in their everyday life. And so things might come up in that situation. But these five things come out of just the run of the mill. I'm homesick, but there's nothing super significant behind it. So when you're addressing the situation, make sure to talk to them by their side, not face on and try and find out the root of the problem. In my opinion, there's really only five roots to a homesickness problem. The camper is feeling lonely. They're feeling bored. They're hungry. They're tired or they're uncomfortable. So let's walk through on how I would recommend you going through those steps after you have identified the root problem. So if your camper is feeling lonely, this is where I would come across with a more loving and a caring approach. This is where I'd come in with the, oh, sweetheart, everything's going to be okay. Really emphasizing the fact that you care about them. Other campers here are excited to become their friend, really pumping them up, telling them about all the wonderful accomplishments that they've had at camp so far, the things that they're going to do. This is where a lot of empathy comes in here and maybe even a little bit of relateness. So if you experienced homesickness ever, you could relate here. 
And this type of homesickness always really works well when you can end with a plan. That's where tomorrow's schedule really comes into plan. Or you'll say, hey, I'm going to check back in with you at about this time tomorrow and we can touch base then. So that's how I would deal with loneliness. If you assess that boredom is the problem, try and involve them in some camp planning. Can you give them a leadership role like being the line leader or helping round up the campers in the morning or being in charge of bedtime or any other things that you might have as leadership roles at camp? Can you give them some leadership opportunities or some responsibility to help them feel a little bit less bored or a little bit more involved? This is the situation where I would give them more of a tough love approach, not necessarily the total loving and caring. I've typically found that the tough love approach works much better when the camper is bored because they don't want to necessarily be babied. They want to be treated more of like an adult. Now, I think it's pretty self-explanatory that if the child is hungry, get them a snack, make a plan for food for the next day. Now, a lot of rustic facilities are not able to keep snacks in their cabins as wildlife will get into them. So make sure that you can make this as a part of your homesick plan or whatever procedures that you have for this so that someone can come and bring a snack. I have oftentimes found that this was a problem, especially the first night of camp. Typically, the campers have only had one meal at camp, and if they're a very picky eater or they weren't able to get as much food as they were hoping for, oftentimes, by the time nighttime rolls around, they've burned a lot more calories than what they're normally comfortable or what they normally have burned, and they're really, really, really hungry. And so they're awake because their stomach is keeping them awake. So get them a snack. Make sure that you have a food plan for them the next day and watch them the next day and make sure that they are actually eating at mealtimes or put another counselor in charge to make sure that they're eating enough at mealtimes. Another situation is that the camper could just be tired. I often find this being the case after the camper has been at camp for a little bit. So in a week long session, I would typically find this being the case if this happened on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night, and I've never had this camper show signs of homesickness before could just be that they're really tired. This is where a monotonous activity out of the homesick kit really comes into play. So coloring activities, listening to a story. This is where even maybe having a stuffed animal might help just because it'll help soothe them into getting to sleep a little bit easier. Oftentimes I have kind of confused the camper being tired or being uncomfortable. So make sure that the camper isn't experiencing anything injury related that is causing them not to be able to fall asleep easily. Maybe you can go in there and make their bed or maybe even sweep the floor, tuck them in, remove the object of discomfort. So sometimes I've had campers say that they're homesick and really what it is is that they found a spider in their cabin. Oftentimes you can remove the spider and then everything is fine. Or sometimes you won't even know until that they're talking to you and all of a sudden all you can see them do is scratch their bug bites. And you're like, oh yeah, no. The reason why you're homesick is because you're uncomfortable and you don't even know it's why because you have these mosquito bites that you've been scratching. So make sure that your first aid kit is up to date, that you're able to give them something relaxing just to make them feel comfortable. Those are my tried and true methods on homesickness, the approaches that I take, and how I go about solving them. If you enjoyed this short little episode, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Let's keep this Camp Kids community growing by spreading it to others who are also a part of the camp community. 
please leave us a rating and review, preferably a five-star rating so that others can help find this podcast. Next week, I've got another interview lined up for you guys, but that's all that I have for you for now. But remember that this is good night and not goodbye.